Welcome back to Not Your Normal. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're so happy to have you. And if you're returning, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite music festivals, Life is Beautiful. But before we dive into the details, you know the drill. It's time for Music of the Week. All of my songs this week are from artists that I saw from Life is Beautiful during the past few years that I've gone and just all kind of hold some special places into my heart. So the first song kicking off is Me Roomba. It's by Sophie Tucker and Zoo. I saw Sophie Tucker both times that I went. I've been listening to their live streams recently. I talked about Sophie a few weeks ago in another episode. Um, So I stand all of them, all three. My next one is going to be Prisoner by Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa, the Jack Jones remix. I saw Dua Lipa. She was really fun to see. A guy actually put my little sister on his shoulders, and that was cool just to, like, see her experience that. Um, And we got some cool videos, too. And my brother had, like, a huge crush on her at the time and was so jealous that we were seeing her. And my last song for the week is a non-EDM song, but it's going to be Too Much by Jacob Banks. If you ever need just a soothing voice to calm you down, I don't know, like great background music. He is the man. His voice is amazing. I I love him. He just had a new album come out. This is one of his songs from his new album. I had it on while I was jamming at work the other day, and it is truly amazing. So if you haven't, go check out all of those songs. I recently made a songs of the week playlist on Spotify. So every week I'll be adding the songs to the playlist so you can check them out. And yeah, so let's get into today's episode. All right, let's get into today's episode. If you know me or you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you probably know that Life is Beautiful is one of my favorite music festivals. It holds a very special place in my heart because I took my little sister to her first music festival, which was Life is Beautiful 2017. And my family lives in Vegas, so it's really nice because I just get to come crash at home and not pay for a hotel or an Airbnb. I get to sleep in the comfort of my bed with good food and my dogs. So (laughs) win, win. So as I said, 2017 was my first year attending the festival. Me and my sister had kind of known about the festival when we first moved to Vegas and in 2016 had decided that we wanted to go and it was something we were going to do together. Um, So we went in 2017. The next year I went with a few of my friends. In 2019, I took a year off. In 2020, I was planning to attend, but we all know how (laughs) COVID went with that. And then I won't be attending for 2021. I'm actually going to a nocturnal wonderland out in California, but I am jealous and excited for everyone attending this year. The lineup is great. As always, the vibes, amazing. I love it. 
and I'm going to get into a little bit of why I love it so much. (laughs) So Life is Beautiful is a three-day music festival that takes place in September this year. It'll be from September 17th through the 19th. So it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday event. It starts at 2 p.m. and goes until about 1 a.m. It is an all-ages festival. Some people love that. Some people hate it. I'm pretty fine with it. I have never had an issue with going and dealing with anybody um, at the festival. I think everyone is very respectful, and the Vegas community loves this festival as well, so... I have never had any issues with it being an all-ages festival. It has so many different types of genres spanning from EDM, pop, hip-hop, rock, alternative. You can kind of see a little bit of everything, honestly, at this festival. I think Life is Beautiful is the perfect festival for anyone who's interested in getting into music festivals. You dip your toes in, there's a little bit of EDM. If you're not sure, you can always go check out pop. You can always go check out rock, hip-hop. There there's so many different stages, and there's art cars, too. So, And there's comedies clubs, and I'm going to get into all of that. But there is literally something for everything, and you can find something for yourself um, like while you're there. So with it being such a diverse lineup, I want to give everyone a little bit of an idea of some of the past performers. So in 2017, I saw Chance the Rapper, Lord, Two Chains, Two Door Cinema, Chami, as well as Hayden James, Blink-182, Zed's Dead were also there on the Friday. On Saturday, I saw Cascade, Wiz Khalifa, Schoolboy Q, Milky Chance, Little Dicky, Kyle, Sophie Tucker, Jacob Banks, as well as Weathen was there, Stick Figures, Gold Room, um, Local Natives, Cage the Elephant, and Muse. On Sunday, I saw... Zoo, Vince Staples, Dua Lipa, Troy Boy, and Toki Monster, as well as SG Lewis performed, Big Wild, um, Muramasa, Pusha T, Haim, Pretty Lights, and The XX. In 2018, I saw Bastille, Miguel, Arl Grimes, um, the Neighborhood performed, Gold Link, Jungle, I saw What's So Not, um, Flight Facilities performed, Sabrina Claudio performed, I saw Sophie Tucker again, um, Lau performed, Denzel Curry, Dibs, Sam Felt, I saw, I was pretty close for Elohim, um, Elderbrook, uh, Graves, I saw. The weekend, we all know how I feel about the weekend. Um, Florence and the Machine performed. Travis Scott, my little sister, got trampled and pretty much almost died at Travis Scott. So 
maybe I should ask her about that experience. <laughs> um, DJ Snake, Odessa, Tyler the Creator, Foster the People, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Lizzo, Lane 8, Performed, Two Feet, Chet Porter, we all know Immaculate Bombs, and Young Bombs. So both previous years I went had pretty stacked and diverse lineups. I saw pretty stacked and diverse people. So it's always good to get a little bit of everything and just see different people I normally wouldn't or wouldn't go pay a concert to go see. They did release their lineup and tickets were on sale a few weeks ago. I believe they haven't released their single day tickets yet. Um, so if you're interested in going, that is a possibility to still purchase. You could try and purchase like all three if you want to go all three days or the tickets go on sale after they release the single day lineup. That way you know um, who's performing on what day and you can pick and choose if there's only one or two days that you are interested in going or if you have to not go on a Sunday and stuff like that. So they make it pretty flexible with doing single day passes as well. And I believe that three day is sold out. So the lineup for this year is again, stacked in different. So we have Billie Eilish, Green Day, Tame Impala. I killing to see Tame Impala. Dylan Francis, a party. We saw him at Hard Summer and Decadence. So if you like house, you want to dance, you want to groove, I suggest going to see him. Um, Don Iver, Brittany Howard, Son Holo, Scene Son, Good Vibes. You'll definitely feel a lot better or you want to cry after that set. <laughs> EKL, um, Trevor Daniel, Still Woozy, Drum, uh, Shibaton, I'm Jealous, that would be a fun sight to see, Emotional Oranges. So, as well as Amy Allen, Ford, The Backseat Lovers, Midnight Kids, ASAP Rocky. Mm, I am so jealous. My little sister's probably going to be at this performance. She's probably going to send me a lot of videos. I'm okay with the videos. I'm probably going to be crying in the club if I'm honest because ASAP Rocky's bae and I've been dying to see him. Him, Haim, Elenium, Young Thug, Glass Animals. Go see Glass Animals. Love Glass Animals. Fisher, also fun. A good house set. St. Vincent. Um, Six Locks. Ludacris. Laney. Gorgon City. Our last show before the pandemic. Love Gorgon City. Another great house set. All Time Low. That is a throwback I feel like my middle school self saw that and was like, I would just want to go for the nostalgia. Honestly, I may make my little sister go just to send me a video. <laughs> um, Purity Ring, Noah Cyrus. Noah Cyrus is going to be good. Shade, Cash Cash, Camp, Clothes, Lost Frequencies, Half Alive, Joel Corey, Celeste, 
um, White Reaper, LS Dream, and I don't really know the rest, but yes, a good lineup. If you are going, send me videos, send me pictures. Let me live vicariously through you while I'm also at another festival. I want the best of both worlds. I want to eat my cake and have it too. But I'm hoping that since these artists are here in Vegas and on the West Coast, maybe it means that they're also playing another festival on the West Coast. Are you guys catching my vibe? Are you catching my drift? Because that's, I'm fingers crossed. I'm sending good vibes that people from Life is Beautiful will cross over with the Nocturnal Wonderland lineup. I don't know. I haven't seen a lineup, but I'm killing to see a lineup. I feel like that'll probably come after we get an EDC announcement. I feel like EDC might be postponed. They might be telling us their amazing way of how they're going to get everybody in. I'm very curious as to what this magical EDC lineup is, but when we get it, I will be talking about it on the podcast, so stay tuned because I'm sure we all want to (laughs) know. Where was I? I got sidetracked. Oh, yes. So I want to talk about getting into planning your day, what you should know if you're going to the festival or any just tips, tricks, advice that I learned the past two years attending the festival and what I think people would want to know. So planning your day, I always would like to try and arrive an hour before the first set or performer that I want to see. You never know what lines or security is going to be like. The past two years, only the first day was really bad. And then after that, everything was pretty smooth sailing. But again, with COVID protocols, new health and safety protocols, social distancing, You just don't really know what the line is going to be like. So just give yourself plenty of time. You don't want to rush. You want to have time to explore. Please explore. It takes over 18 blocks of downtown Las Vegas filled with murals and different art structures and paintings. And the creativity that goes into this festival is amazing. So please explore Give yourself plenty of time to get a feel for the festival. There's lots of different stages that you're going to be walking through, like 18 blocks. It's a decent amount. Um, So wear comfortable shoes as well. Bring a hydration backpack. It is a little bit warmer in Vegas, but I've worn shorts and sundresses bodysuits in previous years so just check the weather it's typically pretty nice out still even at 1am maybe like a light sweatshirt if you tend to get colder or you're just not sure um chapstick sunscreen I would bring sunglasses if you want to bring a hat bring a camera Uh, they do have water stations that you can fill up at um, gum, candy, a typical fossil stuff. So you can bring a fan, you know, that always helps. Or even like the spray water bottles that have the fans. Um, yeah, that helps too. <laughs> and so for getting to the festival, 
like I said, since my family does live in Vegas, I don't have to figure out where I'm staying, lodging as that, but you're in Vegas. You have so many options. You can choose from staying in hotels on the strip. You can stay in hotels downtown if you want to be near the festival. There's Airbnbs. There's literally so many, even hotels not on the strip or little motels. Like you can definitely find something. I would start looking now. I would start planning now. You can check with COVID protocols to get like refunds and stuff just in case if something does go wrong and you're not able to attend. Um, Make sure you're still able to get like some sort of money back. They have shuttles um, that run from the World Market Center, um, which is a few blocks from the festival, as well as Ubers, taxis. um, If you want to have a parent drop you off, (laughs) if you live around here, I know that is also a case as well. Um, So it is a pretty easy festival. Taking the shuttles has always been just super easy for me. I park my car. It's like a 20 minute drive from my house and we park the the shuttles are constantly running so it's not like you have to be there at a specific time once a shuttle is full of people they send the shuttle off so it's not like you have to be like oh I need to be here at this time or like running every hour it's just constantly they drop you off right in front of the festival like a block away and then it's the same thing Um, When you're leaving the festival and it's time to exit, you get on as soon as the bus is full, they get back and you really beat traffic. We've always gotten back in like 10 minutes and then there's literally no traffic leaving the parking structure. Typically, there are, I believe, four different stages. Like there's a main stage called the downtown stage. There's a hundred stage the Ambassador Stage, the Fremont Stage, which takes over Fremont Street, is usually the one where most of the EDM performers are, just because they use like the lasers and the lights to go over the tent where they... When you're planning your day, I would try and pick the top three people that you want to see each day. Like the three people your festival experience would not be the same if you did not see. Um, Just because since it is such a diverse and crazy lineup and there's so many different artists you could possibly want to see in a lot of different conflicts, that kind of just helps you go with the flow as well as if you have a big group and you're not really sure what everyone wants to do or if people are splitting up. It just makes it more confident and more comfortable if you guys are all on the same page and are more easygoing about, I don't know, mixing things up and seeing other people you normally wouldn't. So besides the acts themselves, Life is Beautiful offers so many different things as well. In 2018, they added what's called the Kicker, which is a bunch of different comedy acts. There was performances by Michelle Wolf, Pete Davidson. I wish I would have paid more attention to him being on, but I don't know what time he was performing. Um, As well as like Nicole Byer, Mike Eagle, Jimmy O. Yang. There are art car performances. So you want to check those out. That was something I also added in 2018. 
they had a lot of different surprise guests, but there were people such as Wax Motif, Shade, Kendall, um, Moon Boots. Oh, my Moon Boots would have been so fun to see and Rabbit Hole. So you can always check out um, some of their art car performances that was posted on the Instagram. They also have an app so you can customize like who you want to see. You can look up different food vendors of who's going to be there. They have a stacked food culinary lineup. Let me tell you, I eat at Life is Beautiful. Like I know who goes to a music festival is like, I'm going to make time and eat. I make the time because they just, they always smack. Even though I know I live here and like I can get it, I just, I make the effort. So in previous years, some people who have been on their culinary lineup include Italy, Nomad, Harvest, Border Grill, Echo and Rig, Scotch 80 Prime, Black Tap, Craft Burgers and Beer, they have seafood, Shake Shack, um, Sparrow and Wolf, a Good Pie, the Black Sheep, Barbecue. There's different food trucks. There's other pop-up random vendors throughout throughout the festival. Um, so you can always find all of that information on the Life is Beautiful app, and it'll tell you like where they go. They'll have a map of the festival with walking instructions and everything is really easily accessible. Like you can, you can find your way. And since you are in Vegas, you know, there are always going to be after parties. There are pool. I don't really know if the pool clubs are open, but nightclubs like Hawkeson, Marquee, um, Encore at the Wind, The festival ends at one or even if you want to end earlier, like if you're not really into the last act, you can leave earlier, hit the clubs, go gamble. Things are going to be open. So you can definitely keep on raging and partying after life is beautiful at after parties or literally anything you kind of want to do or you be smart and go get your rest because three day festivals take a lot out of me. I don't know about anybody else, probably after like not raving for (laughs) a year. I don't know how my stamina is going to be. I hope it's not shit, but I'm just saying three-day festivals take a lot. So maybe you rage for like one night or like come early and party before the festival as well. That's an option too. There's always something new in Vegas. So I 10 out of 10 suggest hitting up something, hang out on the strip. There's something to do, even walk around, um, not on the strip as well. There is a place called the cool zone and it is a giant parking structure that they fill with fans and cold mist. There's a bunch of games like connect Four, Jenga, um, they have a few other ones like playing giant cut pong. There's a bunch of strobe lights and just colorful lights. There's like t-shirt design stations. They have other places for you to take pictures in. There's benches and tables and it's just a really fun place and a relaxing place to kind of cool off, chill out, relax if you want to get out of the sun if you need a break in between your sets or different artists you're seeing, 
you can always go check that out. That's right next to the main stage and a bunch of food vendors. So my groups would grab our food. If we didn't want to sit in the sun, we would go hang out in there um, and then fill up maybe out water and hit the next set. I said a little bit earlier, but check out the art, check out the different art structures, the murals. It's so beautiful. You can walk around and look at the ground and life is beautiful is probably spray painted next to you or you're going to see it when you're walking. The love, the dedication that goes into this, the time, it, it makes you feel beautiful. You just take a time and look and you just see so much creativity, the colors, like I just leave in such a better mood. My vibrations are raised. Yeah, I could talk about life is beautiful literally forever. <laughs> you guys already know I said it's literally my favorite festival, one of them. It'll always hold a special place in my heart. Hopefully I will be back in 2022. Wow, that sounds so weird to say that 2022 is not halfway there, but I feel like the year is going by so fast. We're already halfway through March and before we know it, it's going to be summer and hopefully we'll be at some summer festivals. (laughs) And I wanted to talk about some of my favorite memories from previous years. So my first one is going to have to be two chains being wheeled around. (laughs) It was after he had broken his leg. So all of his backup dancers were dressed up as nurses. He was just bopping around, having a great time. And he was probably the first performer I think I saw on day one. So he was a great way to kick off the festival. My second favorite memory is going to be seeing Sophie Tucker for the first time. When they dance, they are so in sync. Please go watch a set from them. I love it. My love for them has just continuously grown since I saw them in 2017. I've been on a big binge of them recently, watching some of their live streams on YouTube. So if you haven't or if you don't know who they are, definitely go check them out. Go listen. I Like I said, they're dancing. They're in sync. They groove. They, I think they do like Twitch streams every, every day, like 1 PM. So they're really fun. We've talked about them in a few different episodes. Um, my next favorite memory is going to be seeing Chance the Rapper because he's Chance the Rapper and I love him. I have been obsessed with Chance probably since like high school and to finally see him when I was in college was a dream come true. And to share that with my little sister, we were probably three rows back from the stage. So all of my videos and pictures are super close, super good, immaculate vibes. Everyone in the crowd was vibing, grooving, just having the best time. And Chance was up on stage having the best time. His energy and his performances are always great. (laughs) And my last favorite memory is going to be from 2018. We got a text or notification from the app that one performer wasn't able to perform anymore. And there was going to be a surprise performance at the Fremont stage by none other than Slushy. (laughs) We were like, guys, we have to go like a surprise site. 
not plan for a slushy threw down his visuals, his energy. It was a party. We were so happy. We rode the rail. Like we were, I think it was right before Sophie Tucker. So Sophie Tucker was on and then Slushy was going to be on. And it was a bunch of guys just dancing to Sophie Tucker. And my group was like, all right, these guys are not going to stay for Slushy. As soon as they move, we just got to slide in. And we slid in and we rode the rail so hard for Slushy. It was so fun. Like I said, one of my favorites. Oh, as well as Chep Porter. I saw Chet Porter for the first time that weekend. I wrote about it in a blog for Vibe with Aid. He was one of my top performances of the weekend as well. He was so fun to see. And every time Chet is on a lineup, I encourage people to go. (laughs) Okay, and no stranger to the podcast, I wanted to bring in a first-time festival goer, none other than my little sister Paige. (laughs) Hi again. Welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? I'm exhausted, but I'm here mentally. Physically. Not physically because I'm still in London. Physically, your at life is beautiful. I wish. Well, in a few short months, you will be there. And uh, let's let's talk about it because it's a festival that is near and dear to both of our hearts. I took you for the first time in 2017. So what was it like going to your first music festival with someone who never really went to anything like that? It was it was fun. Well, I'd obviously gone to concerts a lot before that. So I wasn't new to like the live music scene, but I don't know what I expected, honestly. Cause everyone at my high school like would always go and it'd be like this meeting point of like those high school students and they always talked about it. And then I finally went and it like exceeded my expectations. Okay, so let's let's go into that. It exceeded your expectations. You didn't really know what to expect, but you thought it would maybe be like a high school reunion. (laughs) Yes, except I didn't want to see those people and I managed to avoid most of them, which is a big accomplishment. Yeah, I think for the most part, we, uh, like you, were really funny because you could always tell when they were kids from your school in the crowd and you'd be like, oh they go to that school and we would just we would relocate to somewhere else because you didn't want to be around them nope not at all (laughs) and I'll still do that next next year so how did you mentally prepare to go to a three-day festival like how did your body feel afterwards I was exhausted after I needed like a whole week to recuperate like I used to be an athlete and all that standing and walking it's a lot I don't know how I did it good shoes and water 
yeah that, that helps <laughs> what are some of your favorite memories from the previous years that you attended life is beautiful I think first year with you and sing Lord because I love her and she's so good live and then getting in the front and center for Chance the Rapper who where that was like my one thing I wanted that whole weekend was to see him and Jacob Banks and I got in the front for both and I think for the following year like you were there but I went with my own friend group yeah like I would see you but it was more like me on my own with my friends listening to music which which is just a great time it was it was nice we would meet up occasionally take some pictures but we definitely did your your own thing I feel like I taught you well how to navigate a crowd how to push to the front how to get to the rail because you know the first year we pretty much got to the front of everyone we wanted to see and I was like the leader the following year with my friend we were like who do we want in front for and we did it sometimes like Travis Scott we got very close and that was a very big mistake because my best friend and I got trashed in the mosh pit and almost died but it, it was worth but it was worth it in the end of almost dying so seeing Travis Scott was worth being trampled is what you're telling me good to know yes <laughs> Anybody else from year two that was amazing to you? Miguel, which was right before I died. <laughs> Miguel was good. At Travis Scott. He was so good. What else did I see? They all just blur together. <laughs> but definitely those two. Oh, T-Pain. Can't forget <laughs> about him. Where he just stared. Like, we made eye contact while he was, like, grinding on air. That's Which kind of uncomfortable. Well. <laughs> but it's T-Pain. I was supposed to see him freshman year at U of A, and there was a thunderstorm, and it got canceled. So I'm, a, I'm glad at least one of them has gotten to see him in our paths. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I will not be attending Wife is Beautiful this year, but you are. So who are some of the people you are most excited to see and people you should check out? I'm most excited to see ASAP Rocky. Young Doug and Ludacris, and I will be in the front for Ludacris. Literally, all and rappers. We are so different. <laughs> which is where I'll die. I'll die in mosh pits, but it, I will also be up there because that's where all the fun is. Yeah, honestly, I will be living vicariously through you through all the ASAP videos because I love that man. 
if I get any. I did not get one single video of Travis Scott because I was being trampled. I'll do better. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I had to be picked up by my shirt by a random guy who saved me and Maddie from the floor. They were like, let, let me help you. And they helped us off the floor because no one else would. Well, that's good festival etiquette. <laughs> and no. Yes, help, help girls. Help the floor. Oh, yeah. Help them out. Help the sisters out. <laughs> what are any tips you would like to share with people who are attending this festival for the first time? Drink water. Drink lots of water. It is hot and exhausting. And once you get in like that good spot, you don't want to have to leave your spot to get water. That no, don't do that. Facts. I I yes. I, I would not have a giant group. I did that and it was the worst thing ever. Because people like at one point my friend and I just left our group because they were just standing around waiting for other people to join instead of and we were like no we want to be in the front we're going and then we just left and they they had a bad spot so if you're going with someone make sure you're absolutely dedicated to to having a good time otherwise it's just boring let's see wear good shoes that you really don't care about. Like if you're gonna see rappers, like I had white shoes, like they were old, so I really didn't care, but I had to throw them away afterwards, which I wasn't planning on it, but you lose some, you win some. (laughs) And plan your day out, like who you want to see way ahead of time. And like like that weekend, they, Life is Beautiful gives you like, the day list and make that your screen savers like you don't have to unlock your phone like you just look to see what stage you need to be at and go and run yeah yeah that's very smart I always make the set times my lock screen so I know like where we're going we need to be where to prep on but those are all great things thank you Paige for coming on the podcast and sharing your life is beautiful tips and your experiences if you are going to the festival maybe you'll see Paige (laughs) send me your videos and your clips um, because I'm jealous that I'm not going but I will be having a ball at another festival so I will be right back guys stay where you are So that wraps up all of my life is beautiful tips, tricks, memories, everything that I know about the festival. I hope you all get to attend. I suggest going. If you have anything else or any other questions that pop up into your head about the festival, you can always reach out to me and let me know and I will do my best to answer. 
Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. I hope if you are looking into going to Life is Beautiful or wanting to go, this gave you some inspiration and hopefully some tips to make you feel more confident at attending the festival. By the time you guys are listening to this, I will be in Vegas getting my wisdom teeth out and recovering. So there won't be a new episode next week, but I will be back in April with brand new content. To listen to more of our previous episodes and catch up, you can listen on all major streaming platforms, but you can follow along more specifically on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Play. To follow along on Instagram, you can find us on at the Not Your Normal Cast. Twitter is Not Your Normal. And all of my personal social medias are Jordy Christina with two A's at the end. I hope you send this to someone you think should listen, like, comment, subscribe, tell me what you want to hear on the podcast. And yeah, thank you for listening. Send me good vibes. I will be in pain on a pudding and ice cream diet, but nonetheless, it has to get done. I hope you all have an amazing day wherever you are listening to this. As always, go be your non-normal self. I won't see you next Thursday, but I will be back in April. Bye.